So as I'm strangling this guy, I walk calmly backwards into the stall and close the door with my foot. thinking what is up internet randy king you're another episode of what the fuck was i thinking the podcast where we analyze bad choices under high stress situations today i have with me my friend who we just talked for like probably longer this podcast is going to be we just caught up before the show <laughs> Saunders from the Managing Violence podcast. We'll get into him in a second. Just real quickly, here's how this show works. There's no format. We tell stories, and it's fun. Uh, I brought Joe on. He has a story where he's going to explain a place where he went through a high-stress situation and maybe made some bad choices. To be clear, we're not advocating violence. I'm not saying violence is good. I'm not saying it solves everything. But I am saying sometimes funny stuff happens when things go violent. Joe, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Cool. So uh, the the very quick version is uh, I'm the host of the Managing Violence podcast and also the Presilience podcast. Um, occupationally, I'm a risk manager specializing in occupational violence prevention uh, and now business continuity as well. Uh, and uh, we, sorry, that's an in joke. We just we just <laughs> yeah. spoke offline about that. Uh, so it's going to make no sense to anyone who listens to this. Uh, but uh, I have a long martial arts background. Um, it got into reality based self defense as a result of. Uh, taking a job as a bouncer in a nightclub and realizing that uh, all the stuff that I knew from combat sports and traditional martial arts was lacking some aspects, uh, got right into that rabbit hole, became an instructor under Richard Dimitri uh, back when he was with Senshido. Uh, and uh, now I'm a, I'm a Krav Maga instructor as well, uh, but my interest is really in the behavioral aspects of violence. Yeah, and we uh, you've been lovingly referred to in my group as the Australian Randy, and so I'm sure I am the Canadian Joe. Uh, so... Pretty much, it's been because yeah, we. Uh, if you hear our episode on talking to savages on Patreon, two dollars, uh, not each episode, two dollar level. The, uh, the, the his story, of, almost all of it was like identical. Like if we were characters, we came from the same base build. Like it was very very similar stories. So it's hilarious. So I quite, Joe, I quite like here as well, we actually look somewhat similar. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, why don't you uh, start off your story? Cool. So uh, so. I was uh, when I heard this, the idea of this show, I was like, that, "That's an amazing, it's an amazing premise for a show." Because I was looking for a way to do something lighthearted as well. Like I wanted to get away from violence, especially in this particular moment. Not that I you know, have an issue with my show, but I just I wanted to sort of have a little bit of levity. Uh, and I was like, I don't really know how to broaden out from what I'm doing. And then you you had this idea, and I was like, "That's brilliant! I need to get on that show." So, uh, well, sorry. welcome. Here we are. Uh, and I was like, okay, how do I narrow down all the dumb stuff I've done uh, into one story that's worth telling? Uh, and uh, so so for background, for those that, that haven't heard my story before, I started bouncing in nightclubs as an 18-year-old uh, who I didn't come from violence. Like I, I, I'd never been in a real fight uh, before I started bouncing. Um, I'd done a lot of traditional martial arts my whole life. I'd been, I'd done a lot of combat sports, but I'd never been in a real fight with anger and emotion and so on. So, um, because of that, you could say the first couple of years of my career bouncing in nightclubs, there was a lot of dumb decisions because I didn't have the ability to read situations properly. Um, I tried to be friends with everybody, even those people that clearly had no interest in being my friend. Um, I probably got punched a lot more than I needed to because I gave people a lot of extra chances than what I probably should have. Um, 
and uh, and yeah, and then then there's the, the the when you when you start having a little bit of success with violence, sometimes violence becomes the answer to every problem. Um, and I was actually just giving you a talk just before the lockdown. Like I was like the last public appearance before it was no longer allowable to have public appearances anymore. Um, and I said, you know, the the, the saying of uh, you know when all you have is a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. All right, that's a, it's a, it's a cliche, but it's amazing how many screws and bolts you can also bang in with a hammer if you hit them hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of uh, that was kind of my uh, my approach. It's like, okay, well, I'm getting pretty good at this hammer thing. Let's just see how many how many places it can apply. Uh, anyway, so a lot of dumb decisions there. But the story I want to tell is actually from uh, a non work situation. So uh, I forget what year this was, uh, but I'd been bouncing for about four or five years, and uh, I had my first ever New Year's Eve where I wasn't working. So, incredibly rare. Like, if you if you work in the in the club industry and you have a New Year's Eve off, like, it's like I, I can't even remember how it even happened. I, I must have booked it like two years in advance or something for me to have that time off. But anyway, uh, so I'm, I'm off. Uh, I'm now in the city that I work in uh, as a patron, uh, as a party goer, not as a not as a bouncer. And I, at this point, I don't even really go out anymore because I'm always working Friday, Saturday nights, th- Thursday nights, Wednesday nights. Like, I don't go to clubs. So I'm incredibly uncomfortable in just generally being in amongst a massive sea of people where I'm just one of the crowd. Like I've got no authority. I can't stop working. Like my, my, my brain is looking at everybody, reading everybody's body language. I'm identifying into, like, oh, that guy's drunk. That guy's high. This guy's, yeah, this guy's on pills. We need to move away from here. So I'm out with my, my then girlfriend and, uh, and another couple who are friends of hers. And we're, and we're out New Year's Eve. We're doing, doing the thing. So uh, we're, uh, yeah, we're drinking, having fun. Um, I'm trying to relax and, and stop working in my mind. Uh, fast forward through the night, we get to uh, a place called, I think it was called the Beach House, right? So it's a, it's a, it was a nightclub in Brisbane in, in, in Australia. And uh, we we go in and there is this, like it's, it's jam-packed, it's New Year's Eve. All right? uh, we're like cruising, trying to find a table, like a, a cubic, like a, what do you call them? Like a, the four seat kind of deal where you, you can all sit together. Um, uh, I forgot. I'm having mental blankets. A booth. A booth. Sorry. It's like 6:56 a.m. Uh, I haven't. I didn't break. know if there was like an Australian word for booth, like a dinghy or something. I don't know, but booth hey, is what we call it. I mean, booth, booth works. It works. Anyway, I'm trying to find a booth. Uh, so the four of us are like cruising around through this crowd, trying to find a booth. As we get close, you know, a, a group gets up. They're going to leave. Awesome. I tell. I, we tell the girls, "You sit there. We'll go to the bar and get drinks." So, uh, so that, yeah, Russell, the, the guy I was with, and I, we go to the bar, we get drinks. After, you know, whatever it was, like two hours later, when we get back with the drinks, uh, we get, come back to the booth, and there's two guys sitting with our girlfriends. Um, and uh, I can tell from their body language, from the, from the girls' body language, that they've been trying to get rid of these guys. So, I'm like, hmm, okay, interesting. So, we yeah, put the drinks down the table. Uh, Introduce ourselves to the guys, so like just politely. Hey guys, how you doing? How's your night going? These are our girlfriends. Do you mind <laughs> getting out of our booth so we can sit down? And uh, the the guy turns around and says to my girlfriend, uh, "There's no need to be such a such a bitch about it." And like gets up and walks off. All right. Now, 
record scratch time. Mm-hmm. That should have been the end of it. Anyway, it wasn't. Um, yeah, obviously not, or we wouldn't be telling the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be a dumb story at that point. It would yeah. just be like a uh, yeah, typical drunk interaction on New Year's Eve. Anyway, uh, so we sit down, we're drinking. I can't get over the, the perceived ego slight on me. Uh, and uh, as luck would have it, uh, about 15, 20 minutes later, uh, I get up to go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. And the guy who had just sworn at my girlfriend is in there. He's in the, he's, yeah, trying to leave. Oh, he's, he's at the, at the hand basin. I'm standing in the doorway. It's me and him. And he, he walks towards me and he's a, and he said, what's the fuck? What the fuck's your problem? I'm like, dude, I just came in to take a leak. <laughs> and he's, and he's like, get the fuck out of the way. And then because he told me to get out of the way, I decided to not get out of the way because why would I? Exactly. Um, That's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, probably twice his size. And I'm like, well, you don't get to tell me to get out of the way. I am the way. Uh, <laughs> I am the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, he um, he's trying to get past me. And I said, I, I, I just like, I've always wanted, I've always been very good at trying to like find opportunities to throw in cheesy 80s action movie lines whenever I'm involved in real conflict. Awesome. Because it's just like, it's my form of like, it's, I don't know if it's stress relief, if it's managing the conflict when I'm not a conflict guy. But uh, I said, I said, hey, bro, bro, before you go any further, have you made a New Year's resolution? And he says, he goes, what? And I said, well, I just think maybe your New Year's resolution should be, be more polite to people. Because you weren't very polite to that girl you're trying to chat up and you're not being very polite to me. <laughs> and he, and he, he walks up to me and he shoves me in the chest. Um... At that point, like everything in my brain just went green light. You're allowed to do whatever you want now. He's touched you, uh, which is yeah, classic. I don't know. I'm like 22 or something like 22 year old ego action in, in, in like, going ahead. Uh, so he, shoved, he goes to shove me a second time. I deflect an arm drag. I've now got his back. We're in like a relatively crowded restroom. I mean, not, no, not super crowded, but there's people. Sure. I've got his back and I instinctively put a rear naked choke on the guy. Okay, so I'm choking him. I didn't plan any of this. I came in to take a leak, right? <laughs> and, yeah. and literally, like, it's almost like I blacked out and I woke up and I'm now choking a guy in the bathroom. And I'm like, oh, fuck, what do I do now? Uh, and I literally, there was, a, there was an open, uh, cu- open stall uh, right near me. So as I'm strangling this guy, I walk calmly backwards into the stall and close the door with my foot. <laughs> Okay. And I've thought about this uh, several times over the years. Uh, the terror of that guy. <laughs> Not only am I being strangled unconscious, but this guy has walked me into a toilet cubicle and locked the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be... T- oh, oh, God. Oh, no. What's happening? Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, I, um, I have no plan. Like, I've just... <laughs> Like, I've got no objective here. Eventually, he goes limp. And I'm like, okay, what now? Uh, So I position him on the toilet. Like, I, I like, propped him up on the toilet. Let myself out of the the cubicle. Closed the door behind me. Didn't lock it, obviously. Couldn't. And I'm like, just sort of like, why does a ghost walked out of the bathroom? 
I'm like, I'm good. Like this guy had friends. I'd seen him, I seen him in there with other friends. I'm like, we're going to get jumped. Like as soon as he wakes up, we're, this is over. I'm like, and the security's going to like, if anyone tells them there was a fight in the bathroom, I'm about to get thrown out. This is like the last nightclub that had any space in it. Like I'm going to, yeah, my girlfriend's going to be pissed. Uh, and, um, Anyway, I walk out and there's a uh, security standing right at the door of the of the uh, the bathrooms on the on the outside, and I walk out, and just a moment of inspiration hits me, and I said, "Hey, dude, just letting you know, there's a guy asleep on the toilet in the, in the bathroom," <laughs> and I'm just like, power walked back to the back to the, my booth, sat down with my sat, sat back down with my friends who have no idea any of this has happened. Um, they think I just went went to take a leak, and I've come back. I've just like potentially murdered a guy in the bathrooms, and um, I'm sitting down, and I've like got my head down, like just sort of, just so that the guy doesn't see me. Hopefully, I don't know how I thought that would work, but I'm yeah, I've got no idea what I'm doing next. People, if you're listening to this on audio and even on video, Joe is not a small man. <laughs> it's not a small yeah. human. I don't think ducking your head would stop that and the rest of that. But Especially anyway, when I'm sitting going. exactly where I was previously. <laughs> where he met you the first time. Yes. Yeah, so uh, not, not a great strategy. I am a little bit intoxicated. Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm expecting that we might have to like leg it very quickly. Like it might be time for us to leave because if this guy wakes up and his friend comes and tells his friends, like it's going to be a thing. I'm with another guy who has zero combatability whatsoever uh, and two girls. So this is not going to work. Uh, so I'm looking for any sign that this is about to go pear-shaped and then I'm going to get everyone out. And uh, the next thing I see is this guy that I just choked out being walked out the door by two security guards in gooseneck wrist locks. <laughs> He dragged out the door while he's screaming, I wasn't, I wasn't asleep. I wasn't asleep. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets evicted from the nightclub and the world continues on and no one is any the wiser until the next morning when I tell them what happened. <laughs> oh my God. That is an amazing story. All right, listeners. So Joe's going to promote his stuff here in a second. So that's the end of the free podcast. As always, lessons learned, $5 level. Give me $5. Jump over there. Here are the takeaways from this. The takeaways are pretty simple. I think you're going to get them from the base story here, but uh, it'll have a little bit extra conversation over there if you want to listen. Joe, thank you for that story. That is hilarious. I cannot believe. I just love how you use your bouncer knowledge to like make that, oh, there's a guy passed out in there. Mm, see you later. <laughs> but Joe, why don't you tell the people where they can get a hold of you? Absolutely. So best place to see all my content is at my website, which is www.joesaunders.com.au or the Managing Violence podcast on pretty much every single platform you can think of, uh, YouTube as well. Um, I've got a Patreon at patreon.com forward slash managing violence. Uh, so, and I would just like to encourage you, if you enjoy podcasts, if you enjoy content that people are putting out for free, especially in these rough economic times, if you are not adversely impacted at the moment, consider contributing whether it's to mine whether it's to randy's whether anyone else uh we're all struggling a little bit at the moment so anything you can do to ease that burden is so hugely appreciated so please support randy support me if you like my stuff support other people if you like their stuff better yeah exactly if, if, if you're if you're consuming the content and you like you said you're still collecting a paycheck please support that would be awesome uh if not that's fine enjoy the free show if you can't afford to help us out totally fine that's what we're doing this for we're all in this crap together so uh we'll talk to you soon enjoy another episode these come out when they come out i'm gonna edit this and upload it instantaneously so this will be out in like 20 minutes from now but uh hey enjoy the show and we'll see you next time on uh what the fuck was i thinking podcast